like we do it. Hey, hey, it's the Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, the man behind Twitter's notorious Don Gunvalson and Lee Rodswell, along with my co-hosts, Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer. Welcome to PCP's Bravo Breakdown. Hey, hey, happy post-Thanksgiving. Hello. I don't I don't know if I could talk. I've eaten so much. <laughs> Actually, haven't. <laughs> I honest, I'm that actually weird, weird person who came away from Thanksgiving saying I didn't eat enough. I actually was, I, I legit was hungry mm. afterwards. I actually didn't eat as much either. Like I was like, okay, this is perfect. I didn't overeat, which I was proud of myself, but then kind of disappointed too. <laughs> I technically didn't overeat on Thanksgiving because it was about two a.m. Friday morning when I woke up in the middle of the night hungry and gave in to like leftovers. So that's actually, it was, it was black Friday binging, (laughs) not Thanksgiving. So it doesn't count. Middle of the night eating doesn't count. No. Did you make yourself a a moist maker sandwich like Ross on friends? (laughs) I think I was eating a tray of my garlic, Garlic cheddar green onion mashed potatoes. That sounds incredible. I don't know if I used the proper spoon, but it was, it may have been a dream because I never looked back. (laughs) So. You just you just woke up with a casserole dish on your chest and a spoon sitting in there. You're just like uh, covered in carbs. My, My motto in life is, you can't blame me for what I can't remember. So I choose to not remember a lot of things and therefore it's not my, none of my business, but I was kind of, I was kind of getting the Kyle treatment where I was walking around with my uh, cherry Coke zero. Cause that's my drink now. And uh, I got a lot of people being like, ah, oh, you don't, you're not, you're not drinking. So it wasn't, it was like, ah, is that my reputation? I, I guess. I don't know. I, I guess I used to be fun. I'm sorry. This is, I'm just going to walk around with my Cherry Coke Zero and I'll be on my way. I mean, I think you have enough fun lushes in your family that to like keep everybody entertained. That's the problem. Entertained, so. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, did, I, I didn't need to be center stage on, on Thursday night. There was, there was plenty of stars. I mean, especially your nieces and nephew <laughs> or nephews and nieces. Niece. There we go. Two nephews and a niece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll get them inter- internet, internet famous uh, soon. Just one of them. Only one of them needs to be internet famous. The other two, like they've, they've already got the the you know confidence of mediocre white males, you know. So just just the just the girl. She's the only one that needs internet fame. Well, where where do you think they got that from? <laughs> the mediocre white man confidence. That's hereditary. <laughs> That's that comes from the safer safer bloodline right there. <laughs> Speaking of chasing fame, not drinking, and a need for Ozempic, I guess we should talk about mm-hmm. Beverly Hills. Let's do it. What else is there to talk about? I mean, what a surprise for our audience. We never talk about Beverly Hills. Exactly. I it's watched, such a I treat that we all didn't talk that. about them. No, no. <laughs> no, I totally I totally don't watch it every every Sunday morning and take notes. I have notes. That's how t- that's how oh, little wow. I care about that show. That's amazing because I watched it days ago during my during my break and and I've forgotten well, okay. most of it. So I, I appreciate re- that. 
I take notes because it's harder for me to follow since I, I jumped in this season. So like, you know, I, I'm taking like mm. silly notes about like which, which, which of the housewives tend to be allies with each other. Like they always, you know, they're obviously they keep pairing like Dorit and Kyle and, and Garcelle and, and um, Sutton, you know, they keep pairing them like ones they assume are like you said last week, not, they're not necessarily friends in real life, but they, they certainly certain pairs seem like friends on the show and i want to keep i want to keep all my facts straight i don't want to sound like an idiot on this <laughs> that's okay I'll, I'll do that all too the time late. it's all right too late yeah well where do we begin with beverly hills i had a i did have a lot of thoughts i wa- i rewatched it today so it would be fresh in my head um i guess out of sequence i have to mm-hmm. say so denise pops up mm-hmm. Denise pops up at the movie screening and she fell right into the trap. She walked in in a hoodie and a bun and I was just like, ragamuffin. (laughs) We haven't seen you in three seasons since Kyle Mm -hmm. called her a ragamuffin and everyone else is dressed to the nines. Kyle and her new $16,000 Hermes Kelly, everyone is dressed to the nines. And then the former Mrs. Sheen kind of shows up late, hasn't washed her hair. It's a Celine hoodie, so I don't know the price, but very expensive, I'm sure. The point is, you know, she I don't know if she like rolled out of Target or she does, she's doing this to troll well, us. Well, that's what I like about Denise, though. She don't give a fuck. Like, she was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I know that I'm going to go there. I'm going to go. I'm going to show up. Yeah. I'm going to be on camera. I'm not. I'm going to show up unmiked. I'm going to, you know, do the whole mix mismatch of styles of streetwear and expensive. And I don't care. Well, she's technically not unmiked because she's going to appear throughout the season. Well, at that moment, there, she was unmiked, though. Which means though. there were like, a you know, friend She didn't of, go through the whole thing. Like mm, She could have done, especially, too, for Garcelle. It was her mm-hmm. friend, her real-life friend, Garcelle's big moment. She could See, have, like... Because, again... That's Denise. I just kind of go, that's Denise. And I think Denise, you know, she tried her second season and it backfired. Granted, she also did some other stuff that backfired that I didn't agree with, but that backfired. But I think she just was like, F it. I'm just going to be myself. I don't care. Like, no matter what, I'm just going to be myself. Yeah. I don't really know why she came back, but I guess, well, maybe she needs the money. I mean, <laughs> it's going to get good. That's the we dinner, right? We'll see. But that was my that was my first fun thought. I don't know what else happens. I guess Sutton uh, and Kyle are the big. Well, hey, Sutton and Santos. Sutton met That's her right, horse, her soulmate. That was a big moment. <laughs> her soulmate that she. Sp- I mean, obviously, you can't tell how long you know how much time elapses when they're at certain places. But it seemed like she showed up. First, she showed up to the to the stable complaining about the the road conditions. Like she made a joke about having to use her all-wheel drive. Then she shows up, gives the flower wreath to her horse, feeds it a carrot, which it immediately threw up, which I thought was funny. Oh, did um, it has an yeah, eating it disorder? It fits it, right it, in. Threw, <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know enough about horses to know if the vomiting was totally normal immediately after eating, but it was very funny. And then she just excused herself and she and Jennifer Tilly had lunch. Like that was the extent of her Santos relationship. And drinks. And drinks. Just wanted to point out drinks. And I think you're totally right, which you mentioned uh, earlier, like a few episodes back, where you think they're like just trying to, to push Jennifer Tilly on you. Mm-hmm. Like just make her, because 
th- there was no need for her to be there. Like she didn't serve any function. Yeah. Uh, the, my takeaway from it is that she blinks an absurd amount. If you go back and watch that lunch, she's just blinking constantly and it was distracting. I'll definitely have to go back and watch. Yeah. I was also distracted by that jacket she wore that too. It was like straight up. Like it took me back to my childhood, like late eighties, early nineties mom style. It was this denim jacket with giant bright colored faux jewels, like, like you could get something off an infomercial, like a gun to place your plastic jewels all over. And I was like, wow, that's a throwback. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on Sutton lately. I do too. I, lo- I somehow my love for her grows even more. I was, uh, I was getting angry at Kyle for how shitty Kyle was treating her, even though she really wasn't really? in the grand scheme. I'm just team Sutton. So of course <laughs> I'm going to think she's treating her terribly. Yes. Like, oh, like the shade when she said, when uh, Sutton was having the heart to heart at the uh, screening and said like, I like she, she's claimed she's like, I'm like a little sister to you. And, and Kyle was like, don't flatter yourself. You're not a little sister to me. Ouch. I know where that's coming from. And it's because on the show from day one, other women have tried inserting themselves in the famous sisterhood. Rinna did it. Vanderpump, someone almost every cycle of friendships on the show and casting becomes part of the dynamics. You know, you had Brandy for a while, um, being very supportive of Kim. You had Vanderpump stuck between Kathy and Kyle. You had Rinna trying to play and drag down Kim. So I think what Kyle was doing was setting a boundary with her. Like, Like, don't flatter yourself. That is... You know, and also I think part of it has to do with the fact this is kind of mean, but she's like, You treat me like your little sister. And I it took me a minute too to realize Sutton's slightly younger than Kyle. I was I wondering realize. that. I, I didn't I could have taken the the thirty seconds to Google it, but I was like, Ah, she's younger? Huh. Yeah. Would, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know. I honestly wouldn't even have known. I, you know. Yeah, it didn't like, it's not like I think Sutton's like a much older lady, but I, it doesn't register for me that she's younger than Kyle, especially because Kyle's always the little sister. I was going to um, ask, she is the youngest of the, of the sisters. And that's kind of the point is that I feel like Kyle, she identifies as the little sister, as always being the little sister. She's mm-hmm. the baby. She's the youngest. She's the most precious in that sense of like, she can kind of get away mm-hmm. with stuff as like a younger child. I mean, as the oldest, I freaking hate that bullshit. So, <laughs> but you know, that's like, you know, but that's, so if she wouldn't, I don't think she would take too kindly for somebody acting like, are saying that she's going to be in like an older sister. Like Lisa Vanderpump was trying to be like an older sister to, to Kyle, but that was taken a little bit better, especially at times when there, when she was not having a good relationship with Kathy, whereas she's not going to accept anybody being quote unquote younger than her, like being a younger sister. Absolutely not. She's the younger sister. That's how she identifies. Nobody. She's never going to be an older sister to anybody. So. Yeah. 
She could have said, like, you talk down to me like a little kid or something. But I think using sister, it's a trigger because in the history of the show, these women who are trying to be center stage of the cast latch on to the complicated sister dynamics and insert themselves in, which is kind of what Sutton was going for. (laughs) A minute later, she brought up Kathy, and I was like, oh, that's exactly why Kyle probably. But I find that interesting like, that, that Sun brought it up on her own, not having seen like Kyle's confessionals and said, I think that Kyle is jealous that I am close with Kathy. You know what I mean? And like that I'd go to Kathy's parties mm-hmm. and stuff like that. She basically called her out. Like she Sun sees what's going on here. She knows Kyle's game. She knows mm-hmm. like what, what what's going but on. But she's here. also trying to play into right. it. I don't know. Or I, use I, it, so- harness it. For whatever she needs. Yeah. It is good because, I mean, it is good for Sutton. She's coming in like guns blazing this season because she's always had kind of slightly friend of energy and now she is center stage. Mm-hmm. And I have heard that she says to some people that it's her show. Oh, God. <laughs> she's the star. <laughs> uh, this is recently. She needs to stop that uh, now. Excuse me. She. She is the star. She is. You're just trying to get a pony ride with Santos. <laughs> yeah, he's that's trying- it. That's what. I'm, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. He's trying to. He's trying <laughs> to lock down that for. prenup. Come on. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh huh. A cut of that three hundred thou. Come on. Mm. No, but so I, no, I really though I have heard that she, you know, maybe after a few drinks or whatever, she brags that like especially this season now it's her show and she's the star. Mm. And I was like, when I was so when I was rewatching that scene, having known that she says that kind of stuff, and watching her slither her way into the Hilton Richards sisterhood, I was like, oh, you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> A little Camille. She's a little Camille. She's very Camille grammar right now. With a little bit of maybe she watched Rena. Because Camille never really went for the sisterhood. Mm-hmm. No. Rena did. Yeah, that's true. But also, let's like not forget, like Rena Rena did have a sister who passed away. So in that sense, like I can see Rena why Rena would want to do that because she misses her sister does that make like it's probably not a conscious Mm. thing it's very like freudian you know what i mean but it's like rena had a sister she Mm -hmm. lost a sister she sees these these sisters and and a sister who's like her older sister and it's like can i can i can i right the wrongs that i didn't happen in my own relationships and stuff like my armchair psychologist is going off right now that'll be a (laughs) hundred (laughs) dollars <laughs> yeah what else happened this episode i mean sutton's what really caught my the sutton kyle dynamic is the has erica's mom been on a lot is is she just the no. character that actually has come yeah. and gone over the years or that i mean i the again because i've not seen anything prior to this so i don't know anything about their relationship but i did love the uh erica confessional where she said my mom and i are close in age, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah. That was I funny. I mean, she has zingers. This episode actually made me like Erica a little bit more, like soften up on her. Because in these moments, like just stuck with her mom and going over stuff, it wasn't so 
dramatic. She wasn't playing Erica Jane. She was like down and out Erica Girardi. And I was like, huh. I know her mother's been on once when yeah. um, uh, she, they were, when Erica was in Georgia visiting, there was that, she was mm-hmm. on that episode. Maybe she was on one more time, but I can't remember. But that's the only time I remember seeing her mom was in that episode, Erica's in Georgia. I did read Erica's book mm-hmm. and um, don't think I gave her any money. I sat in Target for an afternoon one day just <laughs> skimming it. But so, I'm sure that didn't creep out the staff at all. Anything to save a buck, but um, he went over to the, so no, to the female so. uh, reproductive care aisle to read it in too. That's exactly it's normal. And I imagine literally a buck. I imagine that book was marked down considerably, <laughs> like her, like her Vegas. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but um, so I, I was trying to because you brought up how many times has she been on, and I feel like I'm more familiar with Erica's mom. But now that you pointed out, Stacy, mm-hmm. she's only been on like once, maybe twice. I think it's from the book, but um, yeah. I think that's, I don't, this wasn't, I mean, a particularly drama filled episode. No. This wasn't, this was more of a filler episode or, you know, a setting up for other stuff. Yeah. I guess it, like you said, it was more of a filler episode for Beverly Hills. I know we had a little, we've been having a debate today because uh, Stacy says that Real Housewives of Miami is superior this season. Yes. And that's like a knife to my heart. Yeah. <laughs> she watches it more than she watches it more than I do. I mean, I, I watch it, me. I think. You don't watch it, I don't believe. <laughs> like you don't watch it at all. I watch it. So <laughs> in fact, I watch all the housewives shows. I watch all of them. Although I did not finish did not finish Atlanta this past season just because it just really went off the rails. But I, I will eventually finish Atlanta. But Anyway, but uh, yeah, but I watch all of them. So, but yeah, Miami is just on fire. This It was on fire last season. It's on fire this season. I mean, this, so it, well, it's also been on fire on Instagram in the comments section. Cause I don't know if y'all saw it. And I did a, I did a TikTok on my own TikTok uh, and also on my IG that, <laughs> so Lenny basically has page six. Lenny Hochstein, who is Lisa Hochstein's soon-to-be ex-husband, he has page six. He's got page six ear. So he's been he's done stories for page six about Lisa and about her boyfriend, Jody. And so he there was another mm-hmm. story about Jody having implying that Jody dumped his ex-fiance for Lisa just weeks before he was going to get married, which they say, mm. which Jody's like, no, that's bullshit. Um, my relationship was on and off and that had already ended before I met Lisa. And then I met Lisa and, but that relationship was already over and she was just living in my, in my place. I was not living there until I could find, get, get my ex fiance a new place to live and stuff like that. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. End of, end of relationships are messy and complicated. I don't know. But basically, the comment section was just them airing out their dirty laundry 
all about this relationship. And it was all, it was like, it was like Jody, Lenny, Lisa, Lisa, Lenny, Lisa, Lenny, Lisa, Lenny, Jody, 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 Lisa, Lenny, Lisa, Lenny. It was just <laughs> back and forth like crazy. And then of course, then you've got the normies, you know, getting in there too and like saying stuff. But it, for the most part, it was, it was, you couldn't write this drama. It was amazing. Just like last season, honestly, you could not write the hot, the hot mic moment where Lenny admitted on a mic at his party at his own house that he was leaving his wife, that he was leaving Lisa. Like it was a hot, yeah. it was a beautiful hot mic moment. It was sad, but it was like, mm -hmm. we actually got that. It wasn't just talked about that was there. So, and you know, we are dealing with this a lot this season with, uh, trying to get divorced and like working out settlements and stuff like that with between Lisa and Lenny. And it's just, obviously it's still going on. It's just dirty. It's just nasty and it's disgusting, but so, also like this is, it's a very interesting season because you've got Gertie who's, who's dealing with cancer, breast cancer. You've got, um, you've got, uh, Julia and her wife, Martina Navratilova, and Martina's recovering from two different types of cancer. Um, and then you have freaking, as we talked about last week, Larsa. Oh my God, with freaking Michael Jordan's son. Oh, Lar wait, I'm sorry to interrupt. Circle back to Beverly Hills. Larsa made a cameo at Garcelle's right. movie screening. Mm -hmm. She did. Yeah. Because of course she so did. That was fun. Of course she did. She has a place out here, I think, kind of by Kyle, like in Encino or something like that. When she, it's from the days when she was with the Kardashians. She may have rented it out or sold it. Is when she was out here chasing the Kardashians. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She was chasing the Kardashians. So. Now she's back to chasing NBA players and or NBA NBA money at least, yeah. not players, but money. Hmm. Um, but hmm. but but then you have Alexia and her husband Todd who I've decided I don't like Todd. I think Todd is messy. I th he's not a, he's not a good messy house husband. Like, as I said, I love a house husband. I love a, a house husband that gets into the, like the drama and stuff like that. But like that first episode of the season, when Alexia has this, like, you know, this new horizons party and she invites everybody and Todd is like, I'll be there, baby. I'm, I'm there for you. And then he doesn't come to that party. And he says he's not coming because he's not, because he doesn't want to be around certain people. And then he literally, that certain person is supposed to be Adriana. And then he apparently lies to Adriana's face and tells her that, no, she's not the reason that he doesn't want to be there. And he says to her that he implies to, to Adriana that there are issues in their marriage. And then to Alexia, he's not implying that. Also, also, last last episode too. Oh my God, I can't remember it because it just came back to me. Anybody listening who watched Miami, when they were when she and Todd were at dinner and he's like quote unquote apologizing, but he's not apologizing. He's basically saying, I don't care. I didn't want to be there. So I wasn't going to show up. And I'm always there for you, and you're there for me. And this was just one time, which is not as bullshit. He basically implied something about like basically golden showers. She was he basically was like, um, yeah. He was. It was like I. She was like, I'd rather something. He's like, I'd rather you pee on me. And Ooh. she was like, and I was like, is anybody else um a little like what? Excuse me. Like it seemed so weird. It was like, and it didn't. Her reaction wasn't like. Oh, that's just gross. Or like, ha ha. It was very much of like a, mm, 
do we don't don't talk about that type of thing you know what i mean like i was just like the energy was weird. And so he has this weird energy about him. He's got a very combative energy. I don't like it at all. Like, I really like Marisol's. Marisol's husband's great. Todd reminds me a little bit of Louis, but it's also because the people are always drawing parallels between Alexa and Teresa. Yeah. And then I see these comments where there are people question their husbands, and I could see it. Yeah. I've watched some and I don't. Yeah, Todd doesn't. I mean, he's like a. Is he a lawyer? What is he? What does he do? I don't know. He's an asshole, is what he is. Like he just like honestly, he yeah. he says really mean things. There's and, a lot and of he, flash. He, he's a lot of flash, and he also says really mean things under the guise of "I'm just being honest." No, you're not. You're being an mm-hmm. asshole. Like you, we can say real things and we can say honest things without being mean. No, you're just an asshole. Like, um, oh, who Nicole's husband, whose name I can't remember right now. He's a nice, messy Anthony. Hu- yeah, Anthony. He's a good house husband. Like, I like him. Like, he kind of gets in the drama too, but he also he's got a good head about him, and he doesn't say mean things necessarily about. I mean, he said some shady stuff, but he also has apologized for things. And he's and I don't see him as like mean. And he's also not mean to Nicole. And he's not like outwardly mean to any of the other people. You know, he he he's a gossip. That's what I like. I like a gossipy house husband. <laughs> he's gossipy. You know, in Spanish, it's chisme. Oh yeah, I think is the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, gossip. Yeah, but but Todd is not like yeah. that. Todd is just mean. And so now I'm just like, I'm, you know, I was happy that Alexia had found love and stuff like that. But then it was the fight last year with with um, her eldest son. And I was just like, this is this is very uncomfortable the way that you're talking to him. I don't mm-hmm. think I like this. And then this season already so far, I was just like, no, I don't like this. And I think Alexia is just, she's putting up with it because she doesn't want to be alone. Like in all honesty. Oh, one thing that caught my eye with uh, this thing with the page six story and the fight with um with on uh, Instagram with uh, Lenny and Lisa Hochstein mm-hmm. and Jody is it came out that she uh, you know basically they split her rent it's thirty two thousand a month for her penthouse uh, Lenny pays seventeen in support. And Jody pays 15. And this is, I think that's great for her. I think it's wonderful that she has two hustles. Mm-hmm. And so um, I saw online on Twitter someone upset about it and saying, This is an example of why you should treat your daughters to be independent. And I was like, uh, She's doing. <laughs> I was like, she's doing pretty well. I was like, independence <laughs> is in the eye of the beholder, and I don't judge her for it. If it works for her, um, I think it's uh, you know you know it's the Lee Radswell in me. Yeah. I was like, bravo. The entertainment side of me agrees with you. The feminist side in me does not agrees with that poster because I because I also go, she wouldn't be freaking out this much if she had you know, a job or a career or something to fall back on. I think she was like a bottle service girl or something like that when in, in Vegas when she yeah. met Lenny. And but but at the same time, this is what I'll say is like is never trust a man who just says he's just gonna come along and take care of you. You know, just you can't you can't trust that because he'll because then it's a gilded cage because they then they want you to be who they want you to be. And as minute you start being not that, 
no, you're done. I, I'm hoping she'll expand. Like, so now she has a main job, a side house. Oh, she also has housewives. Yeah. That's a pretty good income. I think she should just start. I wonder what else she could get. To- mm-hmm. Like, that's why, like. How many other guys she could juggle? Yeah. Like, I like how they're openly, though, dividing the rent. Yeah. It's like literally an arrangement between the two guys. It's it's funny because this past episode, Nicole talked about that because they were looking, her and her husband or fiance were looking at boats, at yachts, another yacht to buy or whatever because they've got a lot of money. But basically, she she was feeling for Lisa and everything. And, but she goes, you know, this is the thing is that I have something to fall back on. Like we could, we could break up and he could take all the money. And yes, I would hate to lose my house and I would hate to lose all these nice things, but I got a job and I make plenty of money and I would be okay. Like, and I can rebuild that. And she's like, and I have done that before. Cause she had been married before and she got divorced. So she's like, you know, it's okay. And I think there's a nice there's a nice like comfort in that. There, there is. I do want to look into it. I'm not throwing anything out there now because I don't know enough. But I do have a lot of questions about uh, Nicole and Anthony and their money. Mm-hmm. It, it's a little bit. Well, he's what. It's a little bit. They have. He's an insurance like lawyer 50 in million. in Florida. Well, I mean, but insurance yeah, costs and, and, a lot there. We'll think about that. Yeah, but I just mean it's like. They're buying and selling $50 million homes. Mm-hmm. They're upgrading from one yacht to a $9 million yacht. It's just something we've seen on many housewives over the years. Yeah. And it, for me, it raises a red flag. But it's something I have to look into. I don't have any answer. It's just yeah. hopefully we'll find dig up a new scandal. Do your due diligence. Come on. Get on it, Inspector mm-hmm. Myers. <laughs> I can't wait to enjoy this season in like four or five years <laughs> when I finally get around to it. I'll make notes now though, just to, you know, we'll circle back in five years. See, I'll let you know. Oh, wait, real quick. Speaking of women who I find delightfully independent and others may not, my sweet princess Tinsley, uh, she tied the knot. Yep. She found yet another man to take care of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mazel tov. But she found one with children, so she has children to take care of, which mm-hmm. I think is actually really sweet. Yeah. I think that's it's actually perfect for her because she gets to be she gets to be a mom. She gets to be a stepmom to like mm-hmm. looks like some great, you know, some really cute kids. So she has two little girls now, so she it's a stepson, and then two twin girls. Mm-hmm. And I think she not just that they're girls they're twins can you imagine she's going to do and i mean this in a cute nice way she is going to do to those little girls like dolls what dale did to her and her sister yeah they're gonna have the frilliest little matching outfits well and it's perfect because they're in they're in savannah georgia so it's gonna work out great because that's that's the town to do it in too so there you go oh augusta augusta sorry they're close yeah I mean, I relatively. Uh, yeah. Augusta's where those, um, that's where Sutton's from, but it's where that, uh, the national, what's it called? Matt, the masters. Masters. Mm-hmm. This is called the U S open. So, I mean, it's very preppy, very mm-hmm. happy for her. It was kind of sweet that they, um, the, they, she incorporated like the, the, you know, that her husband's a widow. And um, they incorporated like the wife's gem, like favorite gemstones into their wedding, which was kind of neat. Like she's, she, emerald was her gemstone. 
So not only was um, Tinsley's engagement ring was emerald, mm-hmm. but in the wedding, the, uh, the, the flower girls, who were the twins, they wore um, emerald sashes. Uh, Tinsley wore emerald shoes. And um, the husband and his son, who was the ring bearer, wore um, emerald ties. So that was kind of cool, yeah. like a cool nod to the ex-wife. Yeah. Right, not, excuse me, not ex-wife, uh, deceased yeah. wife. Yeah, me. yeah. The yeah. late the late mother of the, the children. The late wife, yes. Yeah, they did get married in Palm Beach. Um, the town and country write-up about it just said a private club. They didn't specify the private club. I don't know if New York <laughs> Times did. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I did my due diligence. <laughs> And I compared the columns in the ballroom to the columns at the, Mar-a-Lago, all somewhere the, else. The architectural details and <laughs> other clubs, and it was not that club. In case you were wondering, okay. it was not. Okay. A lot of architecture in Palm Beach is very similar. It's mm-hmm. that like kind of Spanish, uh, you know. It was not, but the fact that they wouldn't say which club made me. Yeah, no, it like, picked my interest when I read that, like Palm Beach Club. I was like, oh, yeah. oh yeah, no, really? no. I went through the I went through the reception photos, and uh, I was looking at the details. So, Tinsley safe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> good. Good. Well, on that note. Hope you guys were able to get some Black Friday deals on Ozempic because Thanksgiving binging ended and Christmas holiday spite photos are coming up. So once again, please, please, please make our Santa's dream, our Santa wish list come true and rate, subscribe, follow and review Pretty Corrupt Podcast. Share with your friends, enemies, etc. the elves in your gift shop and gift wrapping rooms. And also, of course, don't forget we're two episodes episodes now this is bravo breakdown we also have pcp pop culture see you on the next episode